Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I'm not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. David, do you want to uh, come up? Um, now, David, as far as I'm aware, doesn't eat locusts. You'll be pleased to hear. Um, you eat child- he eats children. <laughs> just a, a, a small bite at a time, though, so that's good. Um, do you want to come up, David, and I'll just pray, pray for you as you, as you bring us... God's will. Pray for, pray, for, pray for them as well. Lord God, we thank you for David and Hannah. We thank you for them as a couple. And we thank you um, for David beginning increasingly to exercise his preaching ministry among us. And we pray you bless him, that you'd speak through him, and that we would hear your message for us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And I'll give you this microphone. Is that all right? Right, I don't know how, how many have we got. How many children have we got? Would the children like to come and give me a hand up at the front? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Sorry about this, folks. I'm going to disappear. Sit on the floor. It's a long, long way down, isn't it? Any more children? Want a story? How does how does stories start? How do we always start a story? Well, I, perhaps it's changed since I was little. How was it? No, I, don't, I didn't hear that. I think it's probably just as well. Do we start stories once upon a time? Is that, is that good? Anybody agree with me? Once upon a time? Once upon a time, there was a boy who was six years old. Now, is anybody here six? Five? Four? You're five. Oh, you'd nearly forgotten that, hadn't you? You'd nearly forgotten that you were five. Once upon a time, there was a boy. He was six years old. And when he was six years old, his mum suddenly had to go into hospital. Very, very suddenly, just out of the blue, just like that. And um, she was all right. It was okay. I'll tell you the rest of the story about that one day, if you're really lucky. Um, So this boy's dad had to work out what he was going to do. So he took him off to his granny. So this boy went to live with his granny. He was six years old and he went to live with his granny. That was fun, wasn't it? No? Yes? Yes? You agree? Grannies are fun? You might not be able to see me, but you can answer. (laughs) Granny one day had to go shopping because I think the little boy was hungry. 
and she went off to the shops, but the boy was playing in the garden with one of the neighbor's children. And so Granny said to the boy, do you want to come with me to the shop? Or would you rather stay at home and play with Fred next door? What do you think he said? What would you do? Stay with your friend? Hands up if you'd stay with your friend? Oh, hands up if you'd go with granny shopping. <laughs> There's always one or two. Anyway, this boy, he said, no, I'm going to stay and play in the garden. I'm going to play in the garden with Fred. And so he did. And so granny went off to the shops. Now, the shops were about, about, about 800 yards away. So about half a mile in old, if you're old. I think they're with me. I'm only talking to these. I'm not talking to you. Anyway, Granny had been gone about 10 minutes when the little boy decided, no, he'd rather go shopping instead. Is that a bit of a shock? No. <laughs> I've got the answer no down here. So he went running off, and he knows where the shops are because he's been to Granny's before. But when he gets to the shops, he can't find her anywhere. He runs from one shop to the next shop to the next shop. He can't see her anywhere. Granny's vanished. And the little boy runs into a shop, and he actually bursts into tears. And the lady behind the counter says, what's the matter? And he said, I want to go to see my Granny. Well, she didn't know what to do, but funnily enough, and this is completely accidental, there was a policeman walking by. And the lady called him into the shop and said, I've got a little boy here who's lost. So he said, where do you live? Well, he was six years old. He didn't know where he lived. Oh, now what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Well, the policeman didn't know what to do. The shopkeeper didn't know, want to know what to do. But there, about ten minutes later, Granny ran into the shop looking for the boy. You can heave a sigh of relief now. So Granny was reunited with the boy. Do you think that was good? Now, how do you think Granny felt? Scared? Worried? I think she was very worried. Anything else? Any, any advance on scared or worried? Cross. Oh, oh Andy knows all about being cross with children. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You've never asked me to do this again. <laughs> yeah, she was cross. She was worried. Confused. That's a, that's a good word. Yes, confused. How do you think the little boy felt? Scared? Why would he be scared? He doesn't know. Yes, he was scared. He also... Go on. He was worried. He was very worried about what his granny was going to, going to do to him. Do you think she was going to punish him? Why wasn't she going to punish him? He not his son. Well, that's true, but he was just as worried. I think... Granny was so relieved to find her grandson and he was so scared that she was going to be very cross with him. But anyway, she took him home and it all ended. How do, how do stories end? It all ended 
Thank you very much. You're with me. Okay, do you want to go and sit down? Oh, oh, I'll tell you what, that floor's a long way down. That illustration tells us something about our reading this morning. You see, John the Baptist quoted from the prophet Isaiah, and Isaiah was writing to the people who'd been very naughty. Just like the boy, they'd done the wrong thing. Not intentionally. Well, they were a bit intentional. But like the boy, they'd been naughty. God's plan was for them to be taken away into captivity by some horrible people. So they went off into a foreign country. Now, it'd be a bit like us living here in in Evesham. I mean, how would we feel if... Oh, I've got to be a bit careful now. We got anybody from Wales? <laughs> Have we got anybody from um, Pershaw? <laughs> How would we feel if this morning all the people in Pershaw all walked into Evesham and just took us all off as their prisoners and made us slaves in their houses and, and in their churches and things like that? We wouldn't be very happy, would we? That's what happened to the people because they'd been naughty. But God, like Granny, was so pleased when they came back to him. And they did that through John the Baptist who was preparing the way for Jesus. I did say that the answer wasn't going to be Jesus, but the answer is Jesus. The answer is always Jesus. John the Baptist was pointing the way to the Messiah. And what did the people do? They saw how wrong they were, how naughty they'd been, in children's language, and they repented. And so as we come to this Christmas time, as we prepare for Christmas, which is what Advent is all about, we too need to consider how we need to repent, how we need to say sorry to God for all the disobedient things we do. We're we're all like the six-year-old, aren't they? aren't we? We all do the wrong things for God. But the truth is that God, through Jesus, has given us a way to come into that relationship with him as sons and daughters of the living God. And as the sons and daughters of the living God, we can be just like children, and so we can all run up and down the aisle. (laughs) Yes, please feel free. If it's good enough for them, it's good enough for you. Shall we just pray? Father God, thank you that you've given us the example of Jesus. You think We thank you that you have given us your son, Jesus, who has ultimately taken the penalty for all our sin. May we truly say sorry and commit our lives to live for you in the strength and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Is anybody else thinking, can I rent David?